Hello there and happy new year to you. John Loftus here from BT welcoming you to another edition of the STEM Inspirations podcast brought to you by the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. Now this episode is a very special one with our 2023 exhibition around the corner. We will chat to those people behind the event from founders to organisers from past winners to partners and current students. We delve into their motivations, their highlights and their advice for those who may be involved in this year's exhibition. A quick note to say the conversations took place over phone, so some sound better than others. But regardless of that, we hope you really enjoy the content. With that being said, let's begin with the man himself, Dr. Tony Scott, who founded the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition back in 1965. After nearly 60 years being involved, I ask him what keeps him so passionate about the exhibition. Young people, they, their excitement in discovering science... And the fact that they are, they're just wonderful, these young people. I mean, their, their skill of the communication and developing science, in a way, I'm sure when I was their age, I couldn't have done. And it's great to be able to in, involve with, be involved with them in understanding their discoveries and where they see it going. A tremendous group of people. Absolutely. They've kept going as we did ourselves uh, throughout COVID and being, um, and delivering two virtual exhibitions. But how delighted are you that we're heading back to the RDS in January? I can't say how much I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the last two years have been very difficult. Well, difficult for judges, I suppose, but must be very difficult for the students themselves and I think in that area I think we must pay huge tribute to BT and their technological people for being able to pull it off. I was always amazed that my minder while I was doing the judging was based in Milton Keynes in England and to be able to, to do all that and get it done within the time uh, I think is, is great tribute to BT and well done to them. So now that that's behind us, I hope, uh, I'm really looking forward to sitting down with the students again because there is always something. When you sit down beside a student and you, you interact with them in a sense that you can't do through a PC or something like that, you can gain an awful lot more. Absolutely. And I, I presume that's probably the thing. I know you, you are involved in lots of stuff during the week but is that the the one thing that really stands out in terms of what you're looking forward to to most in January? Yeah absolutely I mean it's it's, as I say sitting down with the students is is the key thing and interacting with them uh, as we both sit on the bench and, and talking to them but there's another aspect to it which I found very difficult to do when we were inverted commas online close of commas um Sometimes you'll be doing a project and there'll be a particular aspect in it that you're slightly puzzled about. So when we're in the RDS, you can always run into one of your colleagues from one of, from your own discipline or from one of the other disciplines and say, look, could you have a look at stand X, Y, Z? And there's a part of it there, would you have a look at that for me? Now that was very difficult to do uh, when we were online, but that's one of the joys of the interaction with the other judges. And of course, we're all in for the same reason, to pick out the winner. Absolutely. They're all winners, of course. Great stuff. And um, we're looking forward to welcoming our VIP guests and our schools and our many, many public guests as well. So for somebody that was maybe on the fence about whether they should go to the RDS and, and view the exhibition, what would you say to those people, Tony? You 
mean as visitors? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come along. And it, it's a great way to introduce young people to the excitement of science. And I, I think this country has benefited from the young scientists in a, in a way that we can't really measure. But it, when I sit back and think about it, it must have made a huge difference to in the way we have managed to become a, a country that has very large technological companies here. And I think the reason they came here is because we have a, a pool of very intelligent, highly qualified graduates. And why we have graduates is because they decided to go into the scientific stroke engineering field, or STEM as they like to call it nowadays, is because they were stimulated by the young scientists. So I think that's one of the credits of the young scientists that's helped the economy of the country in setting up these these companies dotted all around the country. And, uh, you know, these foreign companies, they wouldn't come here just for the, for the sunshine. <laughs> so, finally, uh, Tony, a word for the most important people that will be in the RDS in January are competing students. So what would you say to them as they're doing their final, final hours and days of prep? The first thing is plan what you're going to tell the judges about it. In other words, what you set out to do, how you did it, and what you found. They're the three questions I always ask. So make sure that they're up to date with what that. The second thing is make sure their report book is up to date and has, is well written because all the judges take home with them their report books. And that goes towards the final assessments of the, of the projects. And the third thing is, don't be afraid. I mean, old grey-haired individuals come down and sit beside them. Don't be afraid of them. They're, they're there to, to interact with you in, in a positive sense. And they're, they're as excited about your project as you are. And what you've got to do is convey that excitement across to the judges. Explain, if they ask you some questions, give them the answer then that you think is, is appropriate to it. And don't be afraid if they ask you a sticky question. You say, I hadn't thought of that, but, you know, interact with the judges. They're there not to take you down, but to encourage you to go further. And maybe with the young scientists. Sage advice there from Dr. Tony Scott, the founder of the Young Scientist Exhibition. And he knows a thing or two about what makes a good project. Now let's hear from the MD of BT Ireland himself, Mr. Shay Walsh. So Shay, obviously BT have been the custodians of the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition for well over 20 years. But it's not just a sponsorship, it's it's way more than that, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like 100%. It's, it's, um, it really, I suppose, goes to our culture and our values, John, um, in terms of, of organising the event, uh, the volunteering that happens throughout the week. So we've over 120 staff who will be there uh, on duty. The RDS doing everything from security to helping the students with projects to helping the judging panel do the judging to, um, to organising the whole health and safety of, of close on maybe you know 40,000 visitors to the RDS as well. So it's something that uh, we're really proud of. And, uh, you know, we don't just write that check. We obviously have to put on the event as well. And we're, you know, so proud to do so. And people find it hugely beneficial. Anybody who's ever done it, we have some people who are now probably in their 23rd year of, of being a volunteer at it. And uh, they look forward to it every year. Yeah, and it's not an easy undertaking. There's so much involved. Why do BT keep being involved? You know, I mean, I, th- I think um, there's, a, there's a number of reasons. Number one, probably most important, is that um, we're a technology company. Um, we benefit from uh, the scientists, 
the engineers, the technologists that go to develop the products and services that we sell. And I suppose it's, it's almost like an obligation for us to, to encourage students to go into STEM subjects and then to go on to college. And, and we have a, I think we did a survey there a few years ago and, and a very, very high proportion, I think over 80% of those who are at the exhibition who enter the, their projects into the exhibition go on to some STEM level subject in college. So, you know, that, that's kind of number one, putting, you know, making sure that we have the scientists and engineers that will be our future employees. Um, I think the second reason is around the culture of the organization, around volunteering, and our people are very proud and have a very close affinity to the event itself. You know, it is part of the Irish fabric, uh, completely unique in terms of that. It's, it's the 59th year of this exhibition, the largest STEM uh, secondary school event in, in, in the world. And the quality is proven every year. We've gone on to win the European version of the competition, which is right across all of the European countries. And it's in its 34th year, uh, a mere baby compared to our event. But we have won it 17 out of 34 times. So I think that just goes to the value of the quality that's there. So being part of that story, I think it says a lot about our brand. We, we both share the same aspirations and values. Um, so, you know, they're, they're probably the two main reasons, John. Yeah. And obviously the, the last two years were tricky, but we rose to the occasion and we're still able to deliver the exhibition virtually. But how exciting is it to be able to go back to the RDS? Ah, yeah. Look, I mean, like it's night and day. I mean, like, you know, we, we, we did not want to break the continuity of the number of years that's been in place. And um, I think the second year in 1966 or 1967, there was foot and mouth disease and it delayed the event, but they still held it that year. And we didn't want to have a break in continuity on our watch. So doing it virtually was important for us. And, and the process was followed, uh, albeit uh, virtually. And, and to, be, to be honest, the virtual competition setup actually brought in some new elements that we've retained, such as short video clips of the projects. But there's nothing that can compare to being back in the RDS. It's, it's, the, it's really for the students' experience as much as it is for us enjoying putting it on. You know, they get to meet the judges face-to-face and, more importantly, get to meet students with the same capabilities and, and interests. So that's really why it's so nice to be back in the RDS. That's for sure. Now, you've uh, obviously, as a, in your role as MD and various other roles that you've had in BT, you've sat in on, on plenty of pitches and presentations and you've obviously met hundreds of the students that have come to the BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition every year. So what advice would you have for the students that are competing this year? I think the first thing, I think all the hard work is pretty much done at this stage. They've been dead selected from over 1,700 projects. So they're already in a unique position. You know, they're, they're joining a very uh, elite group of students. So they should be really proud of, of what they've done so far. My kind of main uh, advice would be just to relax. They are the subject matter experts of their projects. The the judges aren't there to catch them out. It's not a, an adversarial pr- process. It's very much the judges trying to you know understand what motivated them and, and to and to kind of rehearse their story, what interests them, what sparked the idea, and that kind of intro is as important as the actual project itself. You know, we're not looking for perfection here. We're just looking for what sparked the idea uh, and then the concept itself, whether that be a survey, whether that be unique insight into, you know, something like climate change or health and safety in farms, whatever that, but it's a wide range of projects we obviously get. So, you know, just, just rehearse that and just enjoy it. You know, um, I think everyone can be a little bit intimidated 
entering in the project because of fear of the unknown. But, you know, I think we see this process happen every year. They're kind of <laughs> semi-terrified on the Wednesday morning and then by Friday they're absolutely buzzing, you know. So, and to be honest, almost within a few hours of being at the event and once they get their first judging session over, I think they realise, you know, that's, you know, that actually this wasn't too bad uh, and they grow in confidence and by the end of uh, playing on, on Saturday they're, they're you know, 10 foot taller. It's, it's an amazing uh, thing to watch every year but, you know, may, main main point is just enjoy it. Absolutely. So for those people that might be sitting on the fence, let's say, in terms of whether they should go out into the cold January air and visit the RDS, what would you say to them to encourage them to come along? They will not regret it. It'll be such an uplifting experience for anybody who does get down to the RDS. Bring uh, your kids, your nieces, your nephews, your, you know, uh, whoever that you can you can get bring along with you, but particularly the, the younger age group, I think really kind of get a sense of of, um, of enjoyment from it because not only are the they can see the projects and uh, if nothing else uh, all the various shows and, and exhibitions that are uh, around us you know from our 3D theatre we'll have loads of uh, interesting acts uh, right throughout the uh, event that combined with uh, you know being able to chat with some of the students it, it'll be an uplifting experience for all age groups and, and I hope as many people get down there as possible Absolutely and just finally Shay a word about the famous beach Redcoats. <laughs> Look, um, I can't say enough good things about them. Um, some are doing it for the first time, um, and, and that's that's a great experience for them because they'll, they'll, uh, they're they're going into something you know very unique. Anybody that has done it um, has has got so much out of it. And have, and, and the, the, the most common thing I hear from people is, "I can't believe I didn't do it sooner." Um, but I just have nothing but admiration for them. You know, they. they for that week they're out in the cold they're they're walking you know i think somebody clocked up about twenty five thousand steps um you know so it's it is a, it is a hard graft instead of walking the park but we absolutely couldn't do it without them it's, it's it just is something hugely unique um about the company that uh, that i'm so proud to, to lead is the is the people that in it you know time and time again we get it from everybody you know they're the people are greatest assets and they really shine um, at the RDS. They, it really is the best of us. And uh, I just want to wish them luck and hope that the weather isn't too cold for those who do their shift outside as well. And uh, the weather stays relatively mild, uh, fingers crossed. But I know I know those who are now kind of, as I said, somewhere in their 23rd year, they're looking forward to it. But uh, it's not taken for granted, and I hugely appreciate their time. Shay Walsh there of BT Ireland giving the famous BT Redcoats their well-deserved dues. Fantastic to hear how much everyone at BT is looking forward to the exhibition. Now to someone who's visited the mountaintop former winner Emer Hickey. I started by asking her to remind us what her winning project was. So the project that we won for was a plant science and microbiology based project. Basically we were looking at if we could increase germination rates of um, crops that we use in Ireland like wheat and oats and barley using a bacteria that you find in the soil. Um, and yes, uh, that project really inspired a love of microbiology for me. Uh, so I still work in microbiology now, but more in a, uh, from a medical point of view. Right, so your involvement in young scientists and doing that project has, has, has helped shape your, your studies and your career since. And absolutely. 
absolutely. I think from taking part in the competition, I kind of discovered what doing research was like. Um, and now that I'm working on a PhD project, I mean, it's very closely comparable to working on a project for the exhibition. So it kind of inspired that love in kind of exploring scientific questions for me. Um, as well as, at the time, exposing me to microbiology. Not only has it helped you shape your career, but you've kept very heavily involved with BT Young Scientists. So, obviously, we've heard you lately uh, hosting episodes and in doing interviews for our uh, STEM Inspirations podcast. You've judged at Primary Science. You're always seen uh, flitting around the RDS, usually, when it, when it comes to January. So, why do you still love being involved in BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition, Emer? The exhibition itself is just such a special and unique event that I think when you're in Ireland, you actually don't quite see the impact of it. But now that I've moved out of Ireland and I'm meeting people from all over the world in my work, no one else seems to have this kind of moment in the year in the country where everyone is talking about science, and not just science, but young people in science. And it's a really unique event where it can inspire, you know, a whole nation of young scientists, and I just really love being involved in that aspect. I think we're really lucky as a country to have it, and I think um, students are really lucky to have that kind of pivotal moment in their education. Yeah, that's a great thing, all right. And I think given the uh, the few years that we've had to endure and some of the naysayers around science, it really is important that we embrace these, these few days. I think that is for sure. I've really learned since moving abroad that, you know, Ireland itself has this huge appreciation for science. And I do think events like the DTM Scientists and Technology Exhibition have helped to drive that. Good to get that outside of Ireland perspective, Emer. So 10 years ago, you were sitting in the shoes of... Uh, what the students are, are facing now uh, as they do their final preps. So you probably can give us loads of good advice uh, for the students uh, before they go and meet the judges and meet all the public uh, at the RDS. I think my best piece of advice is that when you, you should have a lot of the work done now and your time off that is then really start thinking about how you're going to present your project. And I like to think of this as you're telling the story of your project. So, you know, start at the beginning with the idea, how it was done, and then the ending, the conclusion, which is your result. And build it into a story, you know. It doesn't need to be a boring presentation where you're just reading off a note. Tell the story. Tell what went wrong. Tell what went right. Because that's kind of what people want to hear is your story and your project. For anybody that might be kind of on the fence, what would you say to them in terms of why you should come and visit the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition? Why you should visit? Well, I mean, if you want to um, spend a day being totally inspired by the young people in Ireland, this is the one event to go to. Um, and although for the last few years we've been able to access it online, I think when you're there in person, you really get to feel that buzz and that excitement. Uh, and I think you can't but come away from this event smiling and just feeling really optimistic for the future and the future of Ireland. Um, so I think, if anything, it's just an inspiring event to go visit. Ibrahaki there explaining why there's such a cause for optimism for the young people of Ireland. One person who is highly aware of the potential of today's youth is science and maths teacher Laura Egan. Laura teaches in Kilkee Community College who have a proud tradition of being involved in the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. She began by explaining what the draw of the exhibition is for her. We're, we had um, a group online, so we've had um, uh, 
groups from our two representing us online for the last two years and this year we're really looking forward to having our group represent us in the audience in person um, and we live in Kiki so we look at a lot of gaps in the market in the local area um, and we try to exploit those gaps so um, this year we're looking forward to bringing our produce to the RDS it's uh, using seaweed which is in abundance in Kiki um, and we feel it isn't used as much as it could be, so it's got a lot of potential. So we look forward to bringing RDS to the RDS um, and look forward to the whole experience. That sounds very exciting. That sounds like a very interesting project, so I'll definitely have to uh, call over and, and see that one. Um, in terms of guiding the students to, to get their projects to the RDS, how do you find that process, Laura? Um, so the very first year um, when I was involved with Beecham Scientists, we didn't actually have a group representing us, so we just brought the students uh, to the R- uh, to the RDX that year with in person um, to get them thinking about different ideas and trying to encourage them because it's been a good few years since the school had any representatives. Um, so we brought them up in the first year, and since then there has been a lot of interest in the Beach Young Scientists. Um, we would encourage it through science class. I'm also an ag science teacher. Um, so students would often find an area of interest in those subjects and, and they would bring it forward to me. And uh, as you mentioned, um, it's been a virtual exhibition for, for the last couple of years. But I think everybody is very excited to be heading back to the RDS. I'm sure the same for, for you and your students too. Absolutely, yeah. So um, uh, the families and the school itself, they're all coming up to, to support us in the RDS. Um, so to have that, that experience for, for the pupils themselves, so the group, uh, fifth year students are coming up to represent us from the school, and there's teachers coming up, uh, the students' families, their friends. Um, so there's a, there's a buzz around Kilkee and you know, the, the whole local community are behind them and there's a lot of uh, people in the community that are really interested in the project that we're bringing as well. So there's a, a buzz in the community that are really looking forward to our project and seeing what we'll offer up in the RDS. Oh, that's great to hear that that community spirit and that. So I think some people don't realise that actually the importance of the the social aspect uh, of young scientists. It's not all about the science, is it? No, no, it's not. It's it's like, you know, a whole team effort from the school really. Um, so it's not just all about science. It's about getting people together and getting people involved. Um, yeah, so really a, a team effort to get us. Uh, we've had to fundraise a little bit to get us up to the RDS. So the whole community and outside the school and inside the school have been really, really supportive in getting us to the RDS. So it's been a big effort, a big push from everyone, but we're really looking forward to it now. Great stuff. And uh, you, you mentioned there earlier, really kind of the, the thing that hooked you guys in was that doing that first visit uh, with with some of the classes to, to the BT Young Scientists Technology Exhibitions. So what would be your advice to schools that might, might not be taking part or have submitted projects maybe in, in quite a while? Uh, like we did, I'd encourage them to, to bring a group to just to see the buzz that is around the RDS, see the different projects that are on display. Um, and even if you don't have a school involved, there's so much going on at shows, um, there's something for everybody. So I think just initially maybe even to bring the group, um, or you know, once once you get one group involved, it kind of becomes a big deal in the school then, and other students want to get involved because they hear about it and they, they hear what's involved and they, you know, the excitement of the whole experience. So I think just 
you know, getting that initial interest in the school and it goes after that. Fantastic. And uh, I know you don't really want to be giving any advice to the competition, Laura, but for those students that are presenting in the RDS in January, uh, what advice would you have for them? Yeah, so we have um, a group of three students going to the RDS. Um, and my biggest advice is to, you know, to enjoy the whole experience. Um, I suppose balance the vote to try and, you know, sell their project idea and to give it their all, but also to enjoy the experience and to get involved in what goes on after after the, the um, interviews and that in the evening time as well to enjoy, you know, the, the shows and everything else that's going on during the week. So really enjoy the whole experience. Laura Egan there, teacher in Kilkee Community College, urging those to enjoy the experience of the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. Speaking of experience, Brian O'Mara works with the research and development teams in analogue devices. Their involvement with the exhibition stretches back over 20 years and Brian explains why analogue devices continue to support the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. Well you're right Jan, we have been involved for over 20 years and, and we see the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition, we see the whole initiative as something that 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 we absolutely want to be involved in um, because it connects us with the next generation of scientists and engineers. And we've seen this year on year. We've seen uh, graduates coming from third level uh, into analog devices and, and they remember bringing a project to the BT Young Scientist. Uh, they remember coming to the BT Young Scientist and seeing projects as, as, as part of a school day trip. And, and they definitely reflect on that as being one of the experiences in, in, in second level school that prompted them to think about science and technology as, as a potential or a possible career choice. And we, as analog devices, definitely want to connect uh, with with that population and 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 with the enthusiasm that we see in in the second level kids and and encourage them support them and support the whole initiative around the BT Young Scientists um, and Technology Exhibition um, that that really encourages as I said the next. A generation of scientists and technologists. Um, that's in analog devices interests, and it's it's in it's in Ireland's interests that we have, uh, and we continue, uh, you know, to 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 generate. Um, scientists and technologists of the future channel. That is for sure, that is for sure. Now, I have to say, probably other than the RTE stand, it's safe to say the analogue devices stand probably get, attracts more attention than any other stand at the exhibition. So um, can you give us a little bit of a hint of, of what you have planned this year? Well, you're right, John. We, <laughs> we, 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 we always love to bring um, a real exciting technology stand to the technology hall in the RDS every January. Um, and in analog devices, what we actually do, John, is the, the new graduates that have joined us in the past year or the past two years, we actually form a team, a young scientist projects team, and, and we get that team to concept and develop and implement technology demonstrators that will engage you know, second level students. 
And and this year is no different. We have a team of 25 young engineers uh, that have recently graduated from, from college and have started their career in analog devices. Um, here in Limerick, analog devices in Cork and analog devices in Dublin. So we have a national team uh, uh, of, of engineers who have put together a stand which has over 20 demonstrators, John. Um, some of those demonstrators are, are, are um, technology that the students would have seen previously, like our laser vault, um, uh, like our um, floor piano. Um, but then we've, we've also um, brought new demonstrators to the show this year. And it's a reflection of, of, of a strategy that Analog Devices has, that engineering and, and we shouldn't and we need to show how engineering does good for people and does good for the planet. So you're going to see um, demonstrators on our technology stand that talk to uh, energy generation, energy storage, green energy, um, as, as well as some of the old favourites. So it's going to be as exciting, if not more exciting, um, than it has been in previous years, John. Great to be back in person this year, absolutely. I think, that, I think everybody's echoing that one, Brian. I think we definitely, definitely yeah. agree with that one. Now, you have, have a, let's say, wore a number of hats when it comes to the BT Sciences Technology Exhibition. Obviously, playing a key role in terms of analog devices sponsorship, but you, uh, you've, you've been a judge and you've also been a parent of, of students who've competed and won prizes at the, at the exhibition. Um, why, do, why do you love it so much? Yeah, it's it's a good question, John, and I have to pause before I answer that one. I I, I think um, you know to really convince people of 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 why I love it so much. I I really would like to encourage um, parents, teachers. Um, that you need to come and experience the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition in the RDS in January. Um, because at the show, you really sense that our next generation, we're safe with our next generation. The enthusiasm, the engagement, uh, the excitement, um, and, and the innovation, John, that's, that's um, right across the, the student um, projects in, in all of the, the categories um, at the exhibition exhibition is is absolutely both inspiring and kind of to me really shows the innovation that our second level students can bring to the exhibition. So every year I see on day one of the show, I see students bringing projects and being a bit shy and being a bit timid. And I see every year um, on the closing day of the show, this very same students leaving the exhibition center in the RDS with their heads held high, whether they've won prizes or haven't won prizes, um, they've really had an acknowledgement that their work they're doing, that the direction they're going has been acknowledged um, by BT at the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. Um, and, and I've experienced that myself in, in our family. I've, I've kids who've brought their projects to, to the exhibition and, and they've had exactly that experience, that, that acknowledgement that work they've done uh, has interested both fellow students has interested teachers, um, has engaged the public, um, and has been judged 
really positively by the judging panels at the show. And as you said, John, I've experienced um, and I've, I've, I've been delighted to, to um, support the judging panels um, over the years. And so I've, I've directly seen the engagement of the students. I've seen their nervousness and I've seen the pride that they take away from the exhibition at the end of the, the three-day experience. So for me, I come back into my job uh, with analog devices and I'm hugely, um, if you like, enthused and encouraged by the fact that there is definitely a very strong tranche of next generation scientists and technologists that are starting to develop here in Ireland and that in just a, a, a few years will come through third level and will be available to companies like Analog Devices and other high technology companies uh, around Ireland to really contribute to, to our strategies going forward. So it's, it's a fabulous experience for me every year, John, and I'm really looking forward to this January in, in, in the RDS. As we are, all are. So just finally, for those students that are, are competing at the exhibition, Brian, given your judge's role, what advice would you give those, Brian? So that's a really good question, John, because every year, um, and I've seen it, as I've said, in our family, in my family, students come to the show and I think uh, they're not quite sure what to expect. So for, for any second level students listening in who are bringing your project to the show, um, first of all, when you meet the judges, and I know students are, are often nervous about meeting judges, the judge isn't there to, to examine the project. The judge is there to learn from the student what they know about their project, because the student is the expert in their project. And we love to hear students telling us about their projects. And that's what the judging conversation is about. It's a conversation about your project. So I would say to students, first of all, don't really overthink the judging experience. It's, it's really just a conversation about what you know about your project. It's not a conversation about what you don't know or trying to examine, you know, a, a set of questions about your project. It is really to have a conversation about your project. And I would also say to students, John, that when you come to the RDS, really kind of enjoy the experience and explore, uh, go and, and, and look at other students' projects, go and talk to other students about their projects and about their work. And um, I have to, John, give credit to, to BT in terms of the organisation they bring to the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition every year. Because the third thing I would say to students is that do also experience the various sideshows that are put on. Um, some of those are, are science talks, um, but all of them are with a view to engaging um, second level students. And so there's, there's lots of different experiences to be had at the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. And this year will be no different. So my overall message to students, Jan, is, is come to the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition and enjoy it, experience it. Um, don't, don't just um, go to see one project, 
don't just go to kind of show your project, go to experience uh, the whole of BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. Brian O'Mara from Analog Devices, they're encouraging everyone to step outside their comfort zone and make sure to visit all the attractions on offer at the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. And if you do manage to see some of the shows on offer at this year's exhibition, you're sure to see our next guest, longtime collaborator Mark the Science Guy Langtree. Here he is telling me what he has in store. Well, you'll be surprised to know that this is actually my 18th anniversary at the BT Young Scientist. Now, don't hold that against me. I'm not that old, but it all started as a student, then a participant, then I became a volunteer with the Institute of Physics, then I began working with the Institute of Physics, and then I was able to bring my own Science Centre Explorium down to the Industries Hall. And then I became a performer on the main stage. And that's what I'll be doing this year. I'll be performing two shows, uh, both actually inspired by visits to the BT Young Scientists when I was younger. The first one is Freestyle Physics. And it's all about breakdance, hip-hop, and the laws of physics like you've never seen them before. Funky physics and spontaneous dance-offs with loads of volunteers will be getting people up on stage and exploring the science and physics used by breakdancers and hip-hop artists to be able to do the things they're able to do. So it'll be a hugely engaging visual show with lots of physics, lots of dancing, and lots of audience involvement as well. And the idea was actually inspired by a visit to the three young scientists when I was 15 years old. A man called Dr. Dominic Zorilla, who was using breakdancing to explain the laws of physics. And Dominic actually went, we, I went on to become a student of Dominic as I was studying theoretical physics in UCD. And I was so inspired by what I saw because I loved dance and breakdance. And I had such an interest in science, physics, engineering, and the two of them just used together and I went home when I was 15 and I made a project for school called the physics of breakdancing and about 10 years later I developed it into a full-scale science show for the BT Young Scientists. Then I will also be doing a show called Smash Your Goals. I think I was maybe 17 or 18 years old. I had a project at the BT Young Scientists uh, all about the rising levels of obesity in younger people becoming less active uh, as time went on compared to previous generations. And I remember getting involved in an exhibit in the Industries Hall, which was using a radar gun to measure the speed at which you could kick a football. And now you probably know at this stage, I'm obsessed with football. I went on when I was 18 to become a professional footballer, thankfully. So I spent hours at this radar device trying to achieve the top score in kicking the football. And I realized when I was there, lo and behold, who set up the exhibit? None other than the Institute of Physics. I didn't know that physics and football could be so closely linked. And it completely blew my mind. Once again, two things I was fascinated in. Physics and football smushed together and it completely inspired and ignited me. And it became a focus of what I began to study in college in UCD when I was studying theoretical physics, using the laws of physics to analyze how footballs are designed and how they fly through the air, which led me to working with people in Adidas who designed the World Cup football because it's all science, physics, and technology. The design of the ball, the fluid dynamics, and how it moves through the air. So it's a show based on how science can improve your performance, be you an elite athlete or anyone interested in sports 
or anyone interested in achieving their goals, whatever it might be, that science can help you get there. So those are my two shows that I honestly cannot wait to get back in person this year and have that huge level of excitement and audience engagement that only the BT Young Scientist can achieve. Well, listen, it's, it's always great when uh, when passions collide and you can do something else with them. So that, that sounds fantastic. And you know, as you said, Mark, like your uh, your experience go, covers the, the whole garment really of, of what we do at BT Young Scientists. You sound so passionate still after 18 years. So what, what, do, you, what do you love so much about it? The BT Young Scientist is an amazing opportunity for anybody to go down and completely open up to an opportunity or experience that has the potential to change your life. And that might sound really high level, but it can change it in a small way. You can discover something you like. You can discover an interest. You can be inspired by someone you meet, something you saw, a friend that you met at it that you become a lifelong friend with. There are so many opportunities for young people to have experiences that have the potential to be life-changing. And that kind of environment creates uh, so much opportunity for you to find out things that help you advance in your life, to achieve whatever it is you want to be when you grow up. I really wish everybody gets the chance to go down. That's what I think of the BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition. And obviously you helped us out greatly, Mark, uh, to um, our period of delivering it on a virtual basis, which we had to do during COVID. But... Um, there's nothing like the uh, the physical exhibition itself and being in the RDS and rubbing shoulders would be with students, judges, the BT red coats, all the great visitors that come in. And I'm sure you're you're equally as excited to be to be doing this in person again. Absolutely. There's nothing like standing on that main stage with a, a huge audience full of people where you're talking about science or technology and you're doing it in an engaging and visual and fun way. That's the amazing thing that it's not just to go in and just to have a form of entertainment. You have researchers up here who are maybe talking about their work, what things they work on, what things they are inspired by and sharing them together. A group of people sharing alone. Uh, and combined passion and desire for science, technology, engineering and maths and there's nothing else like that feeling on the main stage. I remember attending my first show as a, as a young lad, looking up on stage just going, wow that is incredible and I wish one day I could stand up on the stage just like that. I was a very shy kid, you might not, <laughs> you might not get from me now, but I was extremely shy as a, as, a, as a young person and felt it was difficult for me to be able to express and do the things I wanted to do. So I looked up on stage and just said, wow, I would love to be able to go up there one day and talk about something I'm passionate about. So it's really a dream come true for me to be able to stand up there and engage with the wonderful audiences and connect Again, like you said, with the, the Red Coast and everyone from uh, BT and the larger environment that allows such a, an amazing event uh, to happen and something that Ireland should be incredibly proud of. The final thing I'd ask you, uh, Mark, and again, you, you, you have experience of, of being in, in that situation as well. What advice would you give to the students that are going to be pre- presenting their projects at the BT Young Scientist in January? I would say to get involved in as much as you can. When you're younger, sometimes you don't see these things as opportunities and experiences, but this is going to be one of the most amazing things you do 
throughout your your school ages and times. And I hope that people get involved in as many things as they can. Go to the evening events. Go and see some of the shows. You never know what you might see that will give you an idea or inspire you to do something in the future. I would also say to be nice to your neighbours. They are very important. Contacting you while you're off having some fun in the industry hall to tell you that there's a judge standing at your table that you have to sprint back and then act all cool while you talk about your project. Neighbours and your surrounding people are very, very important. Go introduce yourself. Put yourself out there. I was such a, 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 a shy person that it was uh, hard for me maybe to express yourself and engage with people. But do, say hello to your neighbours. Talk to people. Share experiences. Go out in the evening events. Ask questions with your judges and other people you meet. It will make your experience so much more memorable and enjoyable. So take every opportunity and experience that comes your way over the few days. Thanks to Mark the Science Guy Langtree for that. Someone who knows well what an impact this exhibition can have. Every year the team at RTE partners with the BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition to, to help create a great buzz about the exhibition. Hazel Nestor, events producer for RTE outlines now what the exhibition means to our national broadcaster. BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition is a really, really important one for RTE um, as a partnership and also because it gives us a great opportunity to engage with a youth audience and we're really excited to be back in the RDS this year. So I suppose... Every year we, we try and do something slightly differently, but broadcast is always at the heart of, of everything we do. So our stand every year is a mix of broadcast across radio and TV and then we always have something to kind of engage with our audience because it's it's a great way to get down and meet that youth demo down face-to-face down in the RDS and we're delighted to be back in person in, in 2023. So Hazel, you've obviously been personally involved in quite, for quite a while um, with uh, RTE's presence down, down at the exhibition. So uh, what do you like and love so much about it? Firstly, from an events point of view, the team are always great to work with in, in BT Young Scientist. They get approaching a big activation like this and they're always very helpful, Mary and all the team down there. So, so that's always a great way to start a big activation. Our team then, we always get really excited about what we're going to do over the last two years we had a different route to take down the digital route um, and and creating a virtual stand which was a first for us um, that was really exciting to approach that and figure out ways to bring our activation to life online um, and BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition gave us that opportunity um, and did it very well this year although it was great to explore the virtual we're very excited to be, to be back in person um, because what excites us the most is everyone coming in from the schools the students that are participating in BT Young Scientists directly and coming down and chatting to us and you know chatting to the presenters in 2FM taking their their selfies with, with all our presenters and famous faces that will pop in across the week and then it's always magic when you see the students taking part in Present the Weather um, it's where we've set up the cameras auto queue lights weather graphics and the, we- the RT weather presenters come down and give them a few tips on how to present the weather so they're always shy at the start but then they get egged on by their pals <laughs> and, and, they, and they love it it's really exciting for us because we get to be really close to the audience which is really important to us and we also get a lot of feedback from 
the students across the week they'll ask us about different shows when they're coming back which is really interesting audience insights they'll be really interested in certain shows on on 2fm radio and that's really interesting feedback for the heads of those stations and then the music the different types of music that they're asking for across the week also great insight so it really gives us from the horse's mouth insights into our youth audience which is really important to us and it's just great fun because they're always great crack and they're always up for the banter and it's one of those events where well first of all we're dry and warm which is <laughs> and we're having great fun with our audience so um our our head of events joe hoban our our marketing manager tracy and i and, and the whole team here in orty like it's it's one of our favorites and we love like we'll always meet and and go through so joe and tracy will sit down with the team and come up with all the what are we going to do but it's always one that we come to the table excited about um it doesn't feel like a, a task it feels like we're excited to get in engage with our audience and um, and show what we're doing in rte for that youth audience it's definitely one of our favorites every year yeah fantastic and sure the coverage they give us hazel is just absolutely fantastic and uh, as you've rightly said the buzz around your stand is, uh, is 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 always brilliant um have you any surprises lined up for us at all so we're really excited because Clondalkin's finest cello, he's part of the opening ceremony on main stage. So he's recently signed to Warner Music. He was part of 2FM Rising. Um, he was one of the artists that they supported through 2FM um, Rising. He, I, he is going to blow the roof off oh, that main auditorium. Yeah, like, he talent. is incredible. He's so much fun. Um, we've loads of broadcasts across radio, across 2FM, Radio Nagel Tukta. The Black and Irish podcast is going to record an episode live down at the stand, which is a first for BT Young Scientist, and we're really, really excited about that from an RT point of view. And Ecolution is our podcast on climate change, and it's the youth voices talking about what we can do to combat it, what we should be doing, and that's another really exciting one. They're going to record an episode live down at the RTE stand and we have a couple of surprises who'll be popping in um bit of merch to hand out too which is always a hit oh, i'll be down for that i'll be down for that Hazel. Got out. yeah 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 <laughs> so um we're really excited it's a great way for us to start the new year because it really invigorates you when because the energy that everyone brings when they come down as you said they're always there's always a buzz around the stand um because we, we're kind of doing something different, I suppose. You know, mm. we have that little bit of magic of the insight of, of watching somebody doing a live radio show. And not only is it coming out around the speakers of the RDS, but it's gone all around the country. Um, everyone gets really excited when they see the famous faces. You know, that's that's really what everyone gets excited about. Not us handing out the merch. They'll just take the merch <laughs> off us. But they, they get more excited about the famous faces when they land down. Uh, sure, that's all need to be expected listen just one last question for you Hazel uh, obviously it's been a few years since we've been back in the RDS and uh, members of the public might be going oh do I really want to go to trouble and drag myself in now to Ballsbridge of a, of a cold January what would you say to them to encourage them to come along you've obviously never asked the kids directly <laughs> <laughs> they are they are so excited to be back you know um, 
they they like it's it's not only I mean obviously it's about supporting if they have uh, fellow students from their school class participating, but they're also mingling with other schools they're going to you know engage in talks and uh, entertainment pieces on main stage at, at that you know for that particularly that early teenage years they don't get to go to massive events in the RDS like this it's a first for them it's a rite of passage um to, to go to be a young scientist when when you're in school and they I can't I can't verbalize how much they love and enjoy it when they're down there and you know it like it, it, I suppose it's one of those things the teachers that have brought classes to it will always come back with their next class because they can see how much they enjoy it and same I would say for parents so if if you have some uh, you know someone in family who would like to go go and enjoy it because you will enjoy it yourself as well and it gives you huge insight into the work that goes into the projects the support they have from massive brands and sponsors around the country loads of colleges are present it's really insightful and i think it's a bit like if you haven't been you need to go hazel nestor there from rt we're buzzing to get back to erds now someone who shares her excitement is john o'halloran president of ucc and professor of zoology who has been involved with the bt young scientist and technology exhibition for the past two decades and more i ask him what keeps him coming back what keeps me coming back is the extraordinary talent of young people and the energy that comes with uh, inspiration from people in, in doing science, really. Um, that's putting it bluntly, but my, my colleagues laugh at me here because when I come back from the event, I'm absolutely buzzing um, <laughs> because I think it's an injection of energy that we get in, in the new year every year, and it never fails. Uh, even you know, even the, during the COVID period, um, it was still so great to be connected with these talented young people. And if I must say, it's a privilege, actually, to, for someone like me to spend some time with young people uh, listening to their science and learning from what they've been doing. So that's what brings me back and I'm really looking forward to the next few weeks. So you mentioned there, obviously, we kept things going on a virtual basis during COVID. Uh, wasn't quite the same, but at least we, we kept it going. But obviously, we're extra excited now to be going back to the RDS. How excited are you? Great credit to everybody for keeping the whole thing going during the two years. I mean, the easy thing was not to do it. Um, and I think, you know, certainly in, in 2021, the very first year, um, I think there was a sense that young people particularly, and indeed ourselves, had been so disconnected that even the sense of a virtual connection was hugely welcomed by everybody. Mm. Um, as you say, it's not a substitute for for, for being on the, in the RDS, but nonetheless, it was an extraordinary moment of innovation by BT, by the staff, by students, by parents and everybody. So, look, it, it, it goes to show the capacity to, to respond to really difficult situations, but actually not only to do that, but to innovate and do something really special. And we learned a lot as judges um, using technology and new approaches to, to the way we collated the data and so forth from, from a BT point of view. So never miss the opportunity to innovate. But at the same time, we're really excited to be back, at, back in the room, back in the hall in the RDS to hear that buzz, that, that fantastic cheers that go out from young people celebrating each other. Of course, those students are the most important element of the BT Young Scientists and Technology exhibition. What words of advice uh, would you have for the students 
especially given that you're a judge, John? Sure. Yeah, I think my advice is to be themselves and first of all, and be confident. Um, it's never easy when you meet somebody for the first time and having a conversation. We're not scary. Um, so I think what you find is that most of us are really interested, all of us are really interested to learn and discover what work you've done. And remember, at this moment, you are the most knowledgeable on your project right now. Um, and, you know, be confident and also be open to open to the ideas of the judges suggesting things uh, and raising questions because science is about raising questions. It is about looking at data. It is about interpreting it from a different perspective. So my advice as you prepare now for the, this period, just running up to the, the exhibition is to make sure your posters in order, your notebooks in order, your, your presentation, but also look forward to enjoying it and, and being yourself and being the person that you are and all the work you've done. This is your moment to shine and we're really looking forward to meeting you in the RDS. Yeah, no, great, great advice. Um, so finally, John, yeah, obviously we were looking forward to not only welcoming our students, but also uh, the members of the public and our VIP guests. But if there's people out there going, ah, will I go to the trouble of going to the RDS uh, on a cold January week? What would you say to those people? I'd say get out there and go and, and, and get there as fast as you can because it'll be really busy. So the sooner you get in there, I guarantee you, you will be inspired. I guarantee you, you will not regret going. Your only regret will be not having gone there. And I think when you see those wonderful young people and their teachers and their families gathering to celebrate science and to celebrate innovation in a way that we truly know as a nation now, and has punctuated our calendar for almost five decades now. So my advice, don't miss the opportunity. You will regret if you don't go there. So go there as soon as you can and book in and make sure you get to, to see all those wonderful, talented young people. John O'Halloran there imploring us to experience all that the BT Young Scientists and Technology exhibition has to offer live and in person. And now to a student who came in the top four of last year's exhibition and is a returning participant. That is Andre Florian from St. Aidan's CBS. So Andre, at last year's BT Young Scientists and Technology exhibition, you came in the top four. Why don't you tell us just the overview of what your project was about? Sure. So I conducted research into um, the Irish electoral system and after identifying various potential improvements with the system, I designed and developed my own iteration of a better Irish electoral system. In essence, this um, improved system allows voters to um, prove that the vote that they cast was actually counted correctly. And it allows any third party to verify the correct um, operation of the election and to ensure that electoral integrity has been maintained. You couldn't do anything about improving the uh, standard of politicians, though. Unfortunately not, no. <laughs> it wasn't in the scope of the project. And not only did you scoop a great prize at the BT the Young Scientist, but you also went on to uh, earn first prize in the software systems category over in ISAF in Georgia in the US. That must have felt really, really good. Yeah, it was amazing. I um, never expected to reach that far, but I suppose not considering that election integrity is a hot topic in the world at the moment, especially in the United States. Especially in Georgia. <laughs> Very, very much so. Very much so. So, um, was last year your first time entering the BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition, Andre? Uh, it was actually my second time. Okay. Um, I entered the previous year with a semi-autonomous drone delivery system. 
the delivery of COVID-19 test kits. Brilliant. What sparked your interest in taking part? Oh, I suppose that um, you always have the usual monopoly of life and the opportunity to uh, take part in a competition um, of the likes of BDOS that sets a certain deadline um, is really helpful in developing projects. Usually if you're just doing stuff by yourself, you might find yourself not actually finishing anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, because BT offers you um, this sort of competitive landscape and a solid base by which you need to ship a product, it really helps you with just, I suppose, motivating um, yourself to build something. Absolutely, absolutely. And I believe you're back again this year with another project, or is it an iteration on, on your previous entries? Yeah, it's a new project. I'm actually um, taking part with a friend, um, Elia, and we've conducted research into the global DNA synthesis screening implementations. Um, so this is the idea that at present, um, a lot of research relies on DNA synthesis, so um, the artificial manufacturing of um, DNA. And this technology has been advancing very rapidly lately and has a big dual use uh, potential. So malicious actors could potentially use synthetic DNA to produce a biological weapon. At the moment, there's um, a dire lack of standards and um, safeguards against this from happening. And so what me and my friends are actually doing is researching uh, DNA synthesis companies and their practices, uh, researching existing um, attempts at solving this, um, I suppose, problem. And then we're actually um, developing the, um, I suppose, a new system that could be leveraged universally across the world to screen for dangerous DNA uh, synthesis uh, practices and then um, alert appropriate authorities to prevent the creation of biological weapons. Very good. That sounds very, very interesting. Almost out of the of the ranks of a James Bond film, some of that, but uh, very, very interesting indeed. Um, so. Andre, given that you're the, the last two times you've been involved with uh, the BT Young Scientist, you've been involved in the virtual exhibition. So obviously we're going back to the RDS finally. I'm just saying that adds a little bit of extra excitement for you. Yes, definitely. Um, I was never in the RDS presenting. I remember a while back I did visit the exhibition uh, when I was in primary school, um, but I was never there present the project so there's definitely a lot of excitement around that great um for you what has been the most rewarding part of your involvement in bt young scientists to date i suppose it's the encouragement that being able to um actually develop these solutions and present them get feedback and um, win some prizes actually has hmm. um i suppose this whole process really inspired me to uh, pursue a future career in um, technology and I suppose inspired the idea that the world does seek um, problem solvers and there are a lot of problems out there to be resolved and uh, I have to admit that 
the whole process did really empower me um, to want to make the world a better place, I suppose, um, to actually want to develop these solutions to our problems. And, um, that's a very noble aspiration, Andre, a very noble indeed. So final question to you. Obviously, as I said, we're going back to the RDS in January and we want as many people to come and visit you and all of the other students that are presenting their projects. So what words would you say to them to encourage members of the public, people from other schools, um, VIP guests to come to the RDS in January? are going to be presented and uh, I'm sure that there's many other great ones but I can um, confidently say that this year's exhibition will feature amazing innovation and we're always delighted to have returning participants to the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition and we wish Andre and all the students taking part in this year the very best of luck. Our last guest is the person at the helm of the whole event, Mary Cahala. Mary is the head of the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition and has been involved ever since BT took over the reins as organiser and custodian 23 years ago. I began by asking how final preparations are going. Well, John, thankfully all the planning is done. It's the final detail now that we're polishing and everything else. Um, we just want to make the event um, and the exhibition as fun for everybody involved and a really, really good experience for everybody. So we we just keeping an eye on that. So as we speak, the exhibition halls are being built. So the 550 um stands for our qualified projects are being built, then stage where we'll host the opening and award ceremony as well are being built. So we'll see um, that work completed um, by next Monday. And then myself and the band of BT volunteers will move in and on site and we'll be there until the following Sunday. Now, obviously, the last two years we delivered the exhibition via a virtual platform but it must be really really exciting to be back in the RDS yeah it really is it's it's great that we're back at a face-to-face exhibition now notwithstanding how successful the last two years were for the virtual um exhibition like we we had visitors from like nearly 70 countries seven uh, 0.5 million plus hits on the website and the portal so what what we were able to do in the time and i must say that if BT hadn't been involved as a technology company, I think other people would have struggled to get a, a virtual exhibition sorted out, but we, we, we involved some of our own teams internally just to make sure we could deliver what we needed. But um, people are just excited to be face-to-face and meeting up again. Um, I know from, from everybody I've been talking to, from students, from teachers, judges, and again, the um, BT staff themselves, they're all really, really hyped to get back to see people again. And as you said, you, you've been involved uh, in different shapes and forms over the, the 23 years of BT's involvement, but you're still really, really passionate about it. So, you know, why do you love it so much? Look, it's, it's, it's just a wonderful event. So just talking about face-to-face there, just, just the people you meet, the people you get to interact with. And then we're, we're very lucky that we, we do um, 
keep in touch with some of the alumni. We can't because of the vast numbers. You're talking about over 100,000 people in, in, in the lifetime of the exhibition. But we are, and we, we will get better at it in, in the next few years. This is a, a new project we're looking at for, for um, what will be the 60th anniversary next year, 2024. But it's, it's that, and we hear the success stories. We hear what it means to people. We meet, hear how it changes people's fortunes, how they've looked at education in a different way, how families have engaged more with, with STEM um, and all the rest. So I've been lucky enough that I've seen some participants from the Primary Science Fair, which we founded back in 2001, come the whole way through the, the BT Young Scientists then have come on and worked with us through our business boot camp and now are innovators and entrepreneurs themselves. So when you, you have a journey like that that you can track or just the interaction with people, that's, that's the main thing that I really enjoy. And of course, the main stars of the exhibition are the students themselves who are presenting their projects. So you've seen, as you said, your fair share of students and projects over the years. What would be maybe a bit of advice you would give them? I would say relax. You put so much work in. Um, it is it is a lot of concentrated um, work over a, a short period of time. You've done your poster. You have you've got all your facts and figures. You might have been experimenting. You might have failed. Doesn't matter. You've you've tried. You've tested and all the rest. The judges are absolutely wonderful. We're we're very lucky with the judges who are all volunteers um, as well. But look, these people are at the top of their game. They're just interested to find out about your research. They're not there to throw curveballs and everything else. They're there just to, to learn, to see what you've done and just the depth of your knowledge about your own project and stuff as well. So that's what I'd say. Just relax, enjoy it. You do get time to see the shows, the science shows all around. Please do. But I think the main thing is just get to know the other participating students. I know people that are lifelong friends, 10, 30, 40, 50 years since they met at the exhibition. So just interact with people um, and really, really enjoy it and look out for each other as well. Absolutely. Now, obviously on a, on a cold January day, one mightn't be inclined to uh, head out to the RDS or head up the country to Dublin to view the exhibition, but... Why do you think somebody should do that? I think it's absolutely amazing. Look, I, I, I should and I would say that, but just the reaction that we see from people that have taken the time out to visit the exhibition. So number one, they're meeting um, and cannot be but inspired by by the brilliant students and their projects and all the rest. They, they, they're absolutely phenomenal. But we've also built a Festival of Science over the last 20 years um, around the exhibition. So what we mean about Festival of Science, there, there's different areas. So we have a 1,800-litre arena where we have four different special acts a day. So special acts are people that bring science to life in really, really interesting ways. But on top of that, we have nearly 60 companies who have joined us and who are bringing their business to the event as well. So they are showing why it's interesting to work in, in science, technology, engineering and maths and, and why people should be involved. So you've got all of that. It's really, really good. Always a great buzz around the place as well. And if people just can't make it, just log on to our website, www.btyoungscientist.com. You will get some of the experience. You won't, unfortunately, see it all. But you will, will get to um, experience the exhibition as well. But 
I'd urge as many people to get out and about and, and to visit us on Thursday, Friday and Saturday of next week. Well, I don't know about you, but after two years of delivering the BT and Young Scientist Technology Exhibition virtually, I can't wait to finally be back in the RDS and see the students proudly presenting their projects and to welcome all the visitors that will come along to see them too. Hope to see you there. Uh, for more information, check us out on btyoungscientist.com. Get your tickets there. And of course, follow us on all the socials to keep up to date with what's happening. At btyste is our handle on them. So from me, John Loftus, until the next time, stay curious.